You all right, Mike? Yeah. Well, once they start running short on K-Cups, then I'm going to have to use them like three times before throwing them out. First it's baby formula, and then it's K-Cups. It's a disaster. First it was toilet paper. We overcame that. Hand sanitizer. We overcame that. Then it was masks. We overcame that. Then it was tests. Yeah, we overcame that. Then it was... I don't think we've overcome that. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm averaging two two positive tests. I mean, two two emails a week from Chris. From no, 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 no. I meant I meant shortage of supply. Oh, oh, shortages. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I was announcing sure. shortages. Yes. I have like fifty of them downstairs. Right, exactly. You yourself probably have more tests than you know Nassau County had. At some I'm point. sure. I could <laughs> actually. I could work. I could open my own city MD. Gar MD. Gar MD. Competing right against Bosco MD. <laughs> All right, we should get this going, shouldn't we? I think I think we already did. I hope the cold did. start. I'm just going to let that roll, and then I'm going to do the intro. I hope so. It's not a podcast. It's a Gar cast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to Gar. Gar. According to Gar, you are listening to Garcast episode number 151. I am Gar, and with me as always is the Garfather. How are you? Zoom is working well, unlike Teams today. Nobody in the streets today. Nobody in the streets. Nobody in the streets. Oh, the dog is here. Bo in the streets. Bo is, is saying hello to the Gar Nation. Anyway, also with us as always, Den Bob. Good morning, gentlemen. Gentlemen, how, how are, are you? you? The guard passed out. Feeling good to be back in the yellow room. It was a little rough last week. The Bosco in the street was tough. I think one of those days it'll pan out. What you missed, what you missed, at the very end, there was a FedEx guy that thought that I was taking pictures of him and not actually on a phone call, which I guess in a way I was taking pictures of him, but not intentionally of him. But uh, he confronted me in a rather aggressive way. All right. Let me just, okay. So if I recall, you were talking and then somewhat abruptly you were like, I got to go, guys. And I actually said it because you went off video, but you didn't hang up because I made a joke. I'm like, he's spying on us. So... (laughs) Immediately when you said, I got to go, this is when something transpired? Yes, that's what was transpiring, was this guy was in my face saying, are you taking pictures of me? Now, why would you on, Why would you mute the mic? I, I tried to hang up. Just, just why, would you, why would you hang up? With you guys? Yeah. No, I, I was about to get punched in the face. I, I, I wasn't I, thinking clearly. That's that good, been 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 good for ratings. That what are you doing? Lower the, the phone. It was lower the phone. <laughs> 
<laughs> was it a postie? No, it was FedEx. A fancy what do, FedEx what, you know guy. What, what do posties... Can, like, how do they feel about the FedEx guy, the DHL guy? That's yeah. a great question. So that we know that pathologists are at the lower end right. of the medical field. Where does a postie rank? And so, a, a postman, right. postman in in Great Britain versus a postman in America versus UPS. So let's let's just yeah, let's stick straight to U.S. Postal Service versus UPS versus FedEx versus now we got to put Amazon and me- and Messenger. You have your bike messenger. That's 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 trash. That's like one step above home. <laughs> so let's go to people that actually get a W two. So what's the hierarchy there? Are UPS guys always trying to be? Are they just guys who didn't pass like the federal background check to become United States postmen? Like wow. there's definitely well, we a hierarchy there. It's we gotta do have, be. We do have a connection to the UK side, which of course we're not going to include in this. I I would go out on a limb and say. Your United States Postal Service worker looks down on the other companies, like those folks. I, w- I would tend to agree. I mean, are they union? I'm sure the post office is union, but I don't know. Are the other companies union? UPS is union because I knew a few of those guys. I don't know about the other ones. My dad once worked for UPS. Oh, for 29 days. Get him on. He has a lot of experience. <laughs> he said that they hired him. And he did this amazing job. He never missed a delivery. He was on time, early, late. And uh, on the 30th day, he got noticed that he was fired. And he said that that was a, well, in his view, they did it so that he could not get into the union. After the 30th day, you you got benefits and were in the union. And uh, right. he well, feels that that was the. the probably, I'm sure the timing is not a coincidence. I, and I did have a memory and I did a quick Google. I was right. 1997. So I was working for um, what was then called Bell Atlantic, and I was in a union, and there was a big UPS strike. I just Googled it. I remember it because we wouldn't go in and do certain – I just remember specifically the Mommy's Hospital. I guess UPS probably did a ton of deliveries there. They were picketing outside, and I wasn't allowed to cross the line to go fix some hospital telephone lines, which sounds awful. Yeah, no, let those people die. <laughs> no, yeah, they'll have to write letters instead of calling for the medication. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> why should we field any calls for somebody that might have an emergency? Let's I, I not might, do I, that because UPS yes. is on strike. No, labor rights, labor rights over human rights uh, or human uh, rights. Every rights. time. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the way it should be. Absolutely. Get traffic controllers, okay, so, fire so, them all. So we think that from the perspective of the postman, yeah. he overranks all others. Yes. So, well, he would... thinks he does. That doesn't mean he necessarily does. Well, no, he absolutely does it. The messenger for me ranks out all all the others. Yeah, the bike messenger is amazing. Yeah, but their lifespans like two years, then they die. They get hit by a bus. But Amazon is now in the game, and I, I've heard some threats of Amazon unionizing and stuff like that. It's interesting. Um, I'm going to ask my mailman, Ravi, um, Mike O'Donnell. You, you talk to him as well, the same mailman. Let's see if we can get him to let us know. Is, uh, I never see them socializing. Like I will see two UPS guys taking a lunch break together, but I, I think they throw each other dirty looks, the, the mailman versus the UPS guy. Oh, right. yeah, they hate each other. Right. So what did this angry FedEx guy – let's get back to you for a second there. What ha- so what happened? You said to him, you coward. Oh, I wasn't doing anything. Oh, yeah, it's oh, just oh, no. Oh. I was on another call. I don't know what you're talking about, even though I actually was filming him, but not really because he was so interesting. He was just in the line of sight of the of Why the do call. you think he was so paranoid about being filmed? Well, I, I, 
so he, I was actually like uh, going to let him in. He was waiting to get into my own office. So right. I was going to let him in rather than him having to wait. And I think that he misinterpreted my good gesture as a uh, creepy video what guy. What sort of like motion did you make towards him? What, what did you do? I just kind of I, I walked over and, and I went to push the button, you know, for, for the, uh, the key code. Hmm. And he's like, you taking pictures of me? I said, what? He goes, are you filming me? And then I was like, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I said, it's you guys. I got, I, I got to go. And then, you know. Interesting. Like, Dude, not at all. There's something. That, now, usually you'll get the regular folks delivered to your office all the time. Had you seen this guy before? No, he was a fill-in. Hmm. Uh, he was not my hmm. regular guy. Could have been Joely Velasquez. Could have been Velasquez. Yeah. Planting something. Could yeah. Be. Could be. But so I'm going to think that FedEx is at the top of the hierarchy. Over and I'm the... I'm going to put UPS second, post office third, and I will wow. tend to agree, even though Bike Messenger is the best. What about DHL? Are... You forgot about DHL. I, oh, I mentioned DHL. them. Oh, they're, they're like the, the ugly redheaded stuff. Oh, he's killing DHL's them. DHL's done. And Amazon? I... I, I think that they don't even think that Am- – I think the other group won't even entertain Amazon as in the same industry. It's coming up, though. I think at first they weren't – they didn't pay him any mind, but they got to be concerned now. I mean, they have airplanes, for God's sakes. Fly over my house all the time. But so you're putting, I think you got to go f- the post office, federal job, federal pension, impossible to get fired. Yeah. It's got to be the coveted job. But that's, well, I disagree. There's a lot of loopholes. There's a lot of contractors that work for the UPS. And they're not really, they, they, I don't think that, uh, I'm sorry, the, U, the post office. The let's, let's call it the United States. Not directly hire their workers as much anymore. I think you're telling me my mailman may not be a federal employee. I'm saying that the guy that works in the warehouse okay. that packs your mailman's truck may right. not be a federal employee. Right. But the guys and gals on the street. This is interesting. You're right. There probably is, like anything else, a lot of contract work going on now. Yeah, but I wasn't talking about the, the logistics people, the warehouse people. I'm talking about the guys on the street. The UPS guy that takes a nap on my corner every day with um, loud political radio blasting. He sets up, he naps for an hour. Robbie, the mailman, and then the random Amazonians that show up at my house. I want to know how they rank. You know, I got to go with the United States Postal Service employee. It's got to be. Because you just roll an ankle and you probably go out on three quarters for you know, the rest of your 20 years or something. It's got to be great. Who, who are some of the best TV movie characters of all time that were carriers? You got Norm. I mean, not no, Norm. Cl- Cliff. You got Come Cliff. on, Dar. Cliff Clavin. Cliff Clavin. Without Don't forget, a doubt. Kevin James was UPS guy. Kevin James was a Excellent. UPS guy. Good who call. else do we have? Can we, can we think of some more? Oh, the guy from Afterlife that takes a bath. He was excellent. Yep. Yeah. One who wants to take a bath in your house. Was there a postal worker in The Leftovers? Mm, no. He was, no he, Kevin, he was just a cop. Of course, we have Kevin Costner, the, po- the postman. Right? Yeah. And his band of merry men, Ford, Lincoln, Mercury, and the rest of them. One of my favorite movies. Um, what else? Oh, how about – I got one for you. You ready? Go ahead. One of my favorite mailmen in movies, the Chevy Chase movie Funny Farm. 
When the mail comes oh, every day, the guy's yes. like wasted driving by. He just throws the mail out the truck. It was awesome. I love that guy. And then he sets like a booby trap for him. <laughs> <laughs> love that guy. For some reason, I feel like it was a really famous FedEx guy too, but who was that? Oh, you get Tom Hanks. Oh my God. Fantastic call. Yes. Castaway. Right? Oh, yes. the best. Now he's the best. That was the best movie. FedEx Amazing. may take... I can't put him over Cliff Clavin, but that's that's a good one. Cliff definitely yeah. is the best. That's a good one. There was the mailman and Mr. Rogers. I was just going to say, there you go. That was on the <laughs> tip of my tongue. What was his name? I don't remember. Mr. Rogers' mailman. He had a name. Oh, that's he did good. have a See, name. The mailman is important in movie and uh, and TV history. Love it. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find. I'm, I'm looking online now. Like, it's a hard thing to like type in and figure out what you would look for. Oh, there he is. The mailman. Mr. Rogers' mailman may have just been called that, but the actor was David Newell. Mr. McFeely. That Mr. Was McFeely, yes! Mr. <laughs> McFeely. That was a good one, Bosco. Did you just call them mailmen? Back then they were. How insensitive of you. We had, um, so the house I reside in, um, Nancy also lived in when she was a child, starting in her teenage years. So the the male woman that her parents had here when we first were dating and married was a woman was here for years. Nice person. My father-in-law being a charming guy, retired, who was home, you know, became kind of friendly with her. Um, and I remember she came to his wake. She was like so upset. And, but then we found out, she's like, oh, um, it was either then or right afterwards that she was like retiring because she hit the lotto. How about that? Yeah, male male woman success story. Damn, that's huge. Yeah. How big of a money did she get, did she get? I don't know, but enough to uh, never see her again. She skipped town. Mister so, McFeely. Are they male people now? Male persons, postal workers. I'm, it's very presumptuous of you to even call them people. They're just uh, male its, male them's, male them's. I'm uh, insulted. I have something that I'm insulted by while we're on uh, insulting. Besides names. the FedEx guy accusing you of filming him. So there is, a, you know, I, I am of Italian descent. Um, there is no reason for me to ever be considered in the reparations saga. I should not have to pay reparations. My parents lived in Italy while Americans had slaves. Glad you have proof of that in case it comes to fruition. Uh, so I will be exempt from any reparations. Okay. You have that in writing? But the 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 next issue that I have is the pig, the pet pig that people have. I think is very insulting to the Italians. The guinea pig. What? Oh, the well, there's, there's different is types. A very slang word for an Italian. Who cares? I'm How do you feel about pot belly pigs? Is it all right? <laughs> you know what? I should be. <laughs> <laughs> He I should be one. insulted by the pot belly as well. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. What about a guinea pot belly pig? <laughs> what about a pot belly pig owned by a guinea? Is that insulting? <laughs> I what never, about a guinea with a pot belly? So. As, as a half Italian and kind of, you know, last name sounding Italian, I never took any offense to any of those terms. Guinea, no, so, Guido. Yeah, well, well, they don't call it a chink cat, do they? It's a you Siamese do. cat. You do. <laughs> <laughs> Can we find out how the name guinea came up for an Italian? By the way, I don't think you've insulted the Asian community in about 52 episodes. It's been a long time. I miss it. 
Well, I mean, I'm not. I, I, I used the word, but I, I didn't. Mean, so, what about this? There is a dish detergent called Spick and Span. Why don't they take that off the shelves? You probably have. Have you checked recently? I did. I did before the show. All right, Siamese cats. What about Siamese cats? Is that insulting? Well, no. I'm saying they're respecting the Asians by using the Siamese. Why aren't they respecting the Italians? Call because, it a Rome, like, call it a Rome pig. Because there's already Sicilian. enough Sicilian pigs on Earth. We don't need one more. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I did look up Guinea on Urban Dictionary. Uh-huh. Yeah. The most vile racial slur that can be used against an Italian-American Is refers it? to Guinea coast of Africa. Using this slur is a very offensive way of implying that Italian-Americans are non-whites. So it is so it's insulting to be called non-white. Wow, this is getting deep now. Unlike the N-word, and it actually says the N-word, and that is let's not bring that to the broadcast, please. Which African Americans sometimes use to address each other. No Italian American would ever address another Italian American using this word, which is not true. I call my buddy, my Italian friends, guineas all the time. You look, look or would they use the word "wop" or "dago," which I've also referred to my friends as well as Guido. So. Well, Guido is more like a, a, a look, like a style, right? That's a style, and some people are very proud of that. Yeah. I prefer Greasy Guinea. I'll, I'll use that. <laughs> I, like every the, I like the Greasy Guinea. I like that. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm a little insulted. I, and, and you know what? I'll be honest. I did not bring this up. My brother is the one who brought it up and said, while everybody's being, while everybody's being politically correct, this was our Mother's Day conversation, said everybody's yeah. being politically correct. Uh, what's going on with the guinea pig? Terrible. Terrible. Insensitive. It should be coming off the shelves. Yeah, I hear they're delicious. <laughs> no, I don't think you eat them. I think you keep them. Oh, no, you on do. The that's, they were, that's where they come from. They were easy to uh, put on the ships. You'd eat them. Yeah. I'm telling you. Look it up. Well, there you go. Pretty guinea guinea catch, I'm sure. I was in the uh, communist city of New York this weekend for a soccer game. Oh. What? the hell is still going on in that city we go to our game asphalt green up by gracie mansion yeah 80s somewhere right on the fdr there no, chris uh tom Yortori drove dropped me and the you know the four girls off we go walk in they got a little security person at the front gate which I thought was weird but anyway oh, the girls walk in it's a very dangerous city i'm walking behind them and she like mumbles something at me and i look at her i'm like what did you say she you goes, guinea bastard from Long Island. She, she goes, I, I don't know if she said, are you vaccinated or do you have a vaccination? Card? Oh, she smelled it on you, man. And I looked at her. I said, are you asking me for a vaccination card? She goes, yeah, do you have one? I'm like, no, I don't have one. It's funny you mentioned this. I said, why are you yeah. asking me this? I thought we're done with this. No. Oh, no, no, you need it. I'm like, what the hell do I need it for? She goes, you're going to have to wait here. I'm like, what? Yeah. She goes, wait, do you, well, do you have a picture? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, I have a picture of my Vax card. So I pull up my picture of a Vax card and I showed oh, it to her. Why didn't you fight the fight and follow it through? I couldn't. What if they wouldn't let me in? I had to coach these girls. But you had a trainer. So then I get in there. I was so pissed. And then I text, I send a text out to my old team because none of the, nobody, in this day and age, especially if you're on Long Island, would ever have their Vax card on them. Nobody ever asks for it. I haven't been, it's the first time probably I've ever been asked for it other than the hockey game. 
So I sent a text out to my team. I'm like, hey, FYI, parents are being asked for cards. If you need one, let me know. I'll send you mine. Why didn't they ask the players? I don't, they didn't ask the players. Because we had a swim meet at Asphalt Green a few months ago. Yeah. And we pulled out of it because they demand, they, their policy, because there's a pool there too, was that everybody, even the city rule, even down to the age of eight, whatever it was, had to, had to have proof of vaccination. So we pulled out of the meet. Yeah, they didn't ask the players, thank God, because that would have been a disaster. They didn't mm -hmm. tell me in advance. Um, you know, so our parents started just using the same picture of the same Vax card. Excellent. Um, Through those Upper East then, Side snooty bastards. I'm so tired of the city. It's so, rotten yeah. hell. I just lost. Uh, I had I had a little problem because I did not get vax. I didn't get the booster shot. And uh, a famous, which one? A famous institution in New York City. I think there's four now. Uh, requested. Yeah, right. Uh, requires that you be fully vaccinated to enter their premises, and I was denied access. So now, I this is you know it. That's it's funny because this topic. Can you just remind me? I was up in Binghamton on Friday and we're talking and we were probably having a similar conversation about the world and all this bullshit and what we went through because we hadn't, a lot of us hadn't seen each other in three years. Check this out. Somebody pointed it out to me. I opened it up. So I use that New York State app. The wallet? Yeah. The Excelsior uh, wallet? Yeah. You see that? Nope. No. So it's fuzzed out now and oh. it says expired pass. That's why I couldn't see it. It says expired 3.31.22 at 11.59 p.m. Huh. So they're now deciding what, I guess, your vaccine was good enough for. I did find it comical, right? You think after we- so I, I had to show this at a Northwell facility the other day, and I was like, like proof vaccination? She looked at it. She was like, mm. and I got in. But I don't know what, you know, yeah. they're going to use it. And there's a message on there. When you click it, it says, you need to sign up for your booster shot, blah, 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 blah. Ridiculous. Think about this. We're in an outdoor soccer field. I don't even care about that. And they want people to show proof of vaccination that was a year and a half ago that we know only lasts for about 90 yeah. days. Take Forget the outdoor part. I don't care if you're freaking making That's out with stupid. somebody. Who cares? It's just piled upon, piled upon stupidness. It no matter. One of our parents was going to not show one. She was like, I am not doing this, but Good. they talked her into showing one. Ah, you guys are so soft. She didn't have, I don't think she had one at all. She, I think she used one of the other guys. And, I, you know, even better is like, you know, you show it, like someone showed mine and like, well, you can't be a Gary, you're a woman. Be like, how dare you assume my sexuality? <laughs> how Could have been a whole you? thing. Could have been a whole to <laughs> so do. Anyway, did you, I hate did the you city. Win, did you win the game? Yes, we won. Oh, thank God. We won. Thank God. Since the we're guy, in the soccer, what? this guy, that coach, we we've played him several times this year. He is one of the most annoying coaches. All he does is yell at his girls the whole game, all day. It's horrible. Did so either of you use the diamond defense? Have you? No, we did not. It's so anti-guard. We did three back. Nice. We did Big a question though. Back at the end, just to hold the lead. And did were there the... any discrepancies when paying the referee? Uh, well, how you just Actually, no, you know say, did the ref did the you, you, I was I was saying so, did the ref take a take the 59th Street Bridge for free or did he take the Triborough? I right? did not get I did not get hit for tolls, but on Saturday we played in the rain and the ARs did not show up. We had one ref and I gave him the, the $90 at the start of the game. And at halftime he came over and it's pouring out. He goes, 
the ARs never showed up. He goes, I'll give you back the $45 for the other ARs. I'm like, fantastic. I'm like, it's pouring out. You know what? We'll settle up at the end of the game. Oh, he disappeared. He probably, but I don't think he did it on purpose. I do think at least he came over. Yeah, no, he came over. Give him credit. Yeah. So Bosco, I do have an update. Yes, let's go. On my referee dollar fifty incident. Bring it. All right. So, as I stated last Thursday, I had called um, the Monday, left a detailed message. Um, on the way up to Binghamton, my plan was to call on Friday with Sunil in the car. A couple of things happened. I ended up being on the phone for most of the drive. Whatever. We don't have to get into that, but. Didn't happen. And then, you know, into the weekend we go. So, um, but Saturday we had a soccer game. I wasn't there, but Nancy stepped up as the head coach. And, you know, just as a point of reference, guess what the game fee was? $23, not $24.50, right? So, again, proving that I was correct. So, I kept forgetting to call. And then yesterday I was with Happy Gar in the office. And I said, ooh, let me call the ref's office. You can be my witness. So Gar was there. I had it on speakerphone. He goes, they're not going to answer. I call, and, and the, uh, the, the, same, that, the same woman who always answers, hello, ref's office. <laughs> I'm like, hi, this is uh, Mike Revin from Floral Park. Um, I called, you know, left a detailed message about a ref with the wrong. And she's like, we're sending you a check for $1.50. I was like, excuse me, what? Like, she's like, I'm like, you know, I, uh, I was just concerned. She's like, yes, we heard your message. Um, <laughs> she wouldn't blame him. She was like, there was a system that apparently only he uses that had the wrong information about the price, which I think is BS. I think yeah, they're totally, just covering totally. for him. Um, but um, I'm waiting a board member's approval and you will be receiving a check for $1.50. <laughs> she took it like that was all he called for. I was She's like, like, I really wasn't concerned about the money. I just wanted his actions corrected. She goes, yes, yes you're getting your check for $1.50. Like, and the no, other coach should get his check for $1.50. Yeah, I mean, this. a lot of people, I'm going to tell all the coaches now to call in and get their check. <laughs> Make their lives miserable. So victory is mine. I feel much better. Well and, played, Garfather. All the listeners, when I get the Excellent. check, I'm never going to cash it. I think I'm just going to save it. I think that's a great check. $1. Yes, $1. That, that's even another way to stick it to the man. So their outstanding <laughs> checklist is always messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It'll, be, it'll be on their ledger forever. Forever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Ooh, that, is that like an old accountant way to screw Oh, yeah. Other? Oh, it is. It is. Oh, I like that. Nice. <laughs> so that, that was good. And congratulations to Nancy, who had her head coaching debut in 45 degrees and heavy rain and managed to uh, – Get a 2-2 tie, even though our starting striker, who had scored a goal previously, left the game unannounced in the second half because she couldn't take the weather anymore. So well done, Coach Nancy. Saturday was miserable. It was one of the – just another – we've had a lot of really bad weather. It was 45, raining, windy. It was just another miserable day. Yeah, it was nasty. I I, I did dress for it, though. I mean, I'm wearing snow boots. Because I don't have <laughs> shoes that are waterproof, so I wore snow boots. I wore my my uh, waterproof pants over my sweatpants and all that. You were ready. I'm ready now. I mean, I had to dress for it. Well, but... if you dress for it, you can do it. If you if you don't, and I think that's a big problem with April and May. I'm always <laughs> underdressed. I don't want to wear the winter coat because right. it's April and May. But you have to. You my have my to. hands were freezing, and I'm driving home, going, "Uh oh, guess what's going to happen." Hot fingers? Yeah, oh. baby. Oh. <laughs> hot fingers. Did you get them? 
Yeah, it of course I did. Weirdo. Yeah. Such a weirdo. <laughs> the hot fingers. Actually, I love my, it. part of my dumb was numb. I'm like, man, it shouldn't be numb, should it? The numbness I get, the hot fingers I don't, but I love it. But I uh, love it. Yeah. Did That's you take so... notice of the wind? Have you guys noticed how much wind we've had? Dude, it finally stopped. Today I just went outside today. Yeah. It feels so weird. It's so still out. It's bizarre. Like yeah, another this, planet. I looked yeah. at the weather this morning. It said 53 degrees wind chill. 53 degrees. It's almost very happy. Like, it's almost humid today. It's weird. It is kind of humid today, isn't it? By the way, just to step back for a second, um, Peruvians don't keep guinea pigs as pets. They are a delicious delicacy, best served with potatoes and salsa. Mm. And they call it Q, uh, sorry, C-U-Y in Peru. It's only served on special occasions. So there you go. Well, still insulted. I Maybe. am insulted. But what if they put tomato sauce and fresh mutts on it? Would that be all right? <laughs> they call it a guinea pig. Hey, oh, um, you guys hear about a little follow up, Gary, you interested me, even though I may not have sounded interesting when interested when you were covering it. When I listened to the show, you know, you talked about the Cincinnati red guy who was going to hop a fence and take a dump in a pickup truck. You have truck. a follow up on that? Because I didn't. Uh, well, I don't think he was able to do it because he announced it. But the follow up to the Reds in general, it's a real exactly like that story said shit show out there. You know, they're like four and 20 something. So what they decided to do, because nobody's going to the games. And I wish, I mean, the local teams, they should do this a couple times a year, everybody. So the Cincinnati Reds, um, the other night, I think it was last Thursday, decided to have a promotion to get people to come to the game. Great idea. Yeah. They called it the three, two, one night. You would get nice. $3. You get a 12-ounce beer, $2 for a hot dog, and then $1 for a cup of ice cream. Sounds fantastic. I love it. $3 for a 12-ounce beer? I love it. So they do this, and I don't think they sold the place out, but people who were at the game were specifically there for this, either with their (laughs) kids to eat ice cream or to get hammered. Yeah. Yeah. Right? In the fourth inning, they make an announcement and say that they're out of beer. So, <laughs> I don't. Worth they obviously did this on purpose, right? Just Ridiculous. to get people in the seats. Well, you would think so. People are going nuts. There's like tweets in this article. It's like hysterical. People are going like there's like riots about to happen, and they they made this announcement like over the PA system, like ladies and gentlemen. Which is, so then an inning later, they come back on and they say, "Good news, we are not out of beer. We are just out of twelve ounce cups." 16 ounce beers are now three dollars. Whoa, whoa, nice rebounds. That what is a rebound! Amazing. So, that apparently, is amazing. You know, probably due to these, uh, you know, this, logistic issues this, we're having. Could this be a Pete Rose curse or of some sort? I don't know. So I love I, it. I, I, I will tell you, Reds. I saw our Reds game once. I saw them play Chicago, the Chicago Cubs way back several years ago. Sammy Sosa was playing. He, I remember he hit a home run. Um, they were giving, they were, so, you know, they got the air things that they shoot the, um, shirts, shirts out at hockey games and such. They were doing that there, but they were actually shooting hot dogs out. So we actually caught one, but let me tell you that machine disintegrates the hot dog. We opened it up and the hot dog was wrecked. (laughs) Oh God, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Chopped hot dog. Very, very Cincinnati red-like. 
Oh, what a mess. Uh, but man, I would I'd consider driving to Cincinnati for $3 beer night. That sounds great. Uh, Anthony's not far. I mean, well, he's got $1 wells up in Columbus. There's probably no reason to go down there for a $3 beer, but. Well, I mean, the $1 wells in Columbus are probably more likely to give you diarrhea for four days. <laughs> Yikes. Yo! Now, you know, another follow-up going way back. Um, I, I saw another couple, like, in the Caribbean mysteriously died. Did you see that? Going back to our Dominican mysterious death days. That was, yes. like, very, very early GarCast. So I believe it was four people suddenly became ill at Sandals Resort, and mm-hmm. three of them died, right? Yeah. That was a recent one, right? Like last week. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, they're looking at like Freon leaks or some sort of carbon monoxide type. Exactly of what they were talking about. Like a lot. I think the Dominican, they were like talking about poisoned liquor bottles. Yeah. Wow. So Sandals, uh, which I think is allegedly a nice resort, right? It's not some dump. Well, it is well, now. Yeah, I don't know that how much. <laughs> I don't know that they're going to get too much business now. I would cancel right. my vacation if I was going there. Now, they were all over 60 years old, so they weren't young people. Yeah, that made over me 60. feel better. I'm close yeah. to 60. Well, you're going to call you when you're over then, Bob, you're nearing the end. <laughs> For your 60th you know birthday. Who, we'll, you know who gonna... reached the end? What? Who? Barry Trotz. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell were they thinking? You wanted to get paid. You think I, I, there's, a, out. there's a lot of stuff. No, I think he went there and said, I don't want to be a lame duck coach because he had one year left. And they were like, eh, beat it. There's also a lot of rumors that him and Barzell were not seeing eye to eye. Uh, I heard they're dating. <laughs> the lover's club. Well, I mean, I could see that since Barzell did not produce like he should have given the, uh, well, Barzell, given the talent that, that he that, has. That's not his role in that offense. And I don't think he was happy with that. And, and you're looking at. Would you keep Barzell or Trotz in the next year or two? I'm also hearing Trotz was losing the team. They're going to be tight-lipped. Lou Lamarillo will not. You know, he's a guinea. He ain't going to talk about it. Well, I'm oh, going to the Islanders were lucky to have Barry Trotz. I, I, I hear it was a mistake, but I trust that we're going to make the right decision. I mean, it's nice to know that sucking is not acceptable anymore. I like that. They sucked. And well, I don't want to hear the COVID okay. excuses. I don't want to hear the road trip excuses. They still had time to redeem themselves and get but into the playoffs. Did. I think that they they advanced quite well in the last. They lost they the, third, the last third of the season. They were pretty hot. They were okay. Okay. They're okay. Can somebody come up with the stats in the last half of the season? We don't want to lose any more listeners than we already have. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Eric Nelson, who is, uh, if you go back and listen to the prologue show, was mentioned. And I would probably mention him since, but he uh, he does not want this assistant that everybody's talking about becoming the coach. He can't stand the guy. I don't know his name, and he wants Patrick Waugh to be the head coach. Oh, I would love Patrick Waugh. So there you go, from Eric Nelson of Prologue fame. I have a Sabers fan. He was hoping that Trotz would go there, but I will say Trotz is not good with the kids, and and that definitely was one of my issues with him. He he would bench Wallstrom for no reason this year. He would play. Chara every game and Chara sucked. Oh, he was like a cone. But he yeah, liked he, he liked he the old guys. I think terrible. a cone moves more on ice. I felt bad. I felt bad for him because he was this amazing great. He's a great guy. And he's no, he was great an amazing hockey player. He was an islander killer. Uh, yeah. He was an islander what once is he too. Doing out there? What are you well, doing? Let's see. You know, I hope Lou holds himself accountable because he he, he made some mistakes as well. 
Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we can stick in sports quick. Did you guys catch UFC 274 at all? Nope. Oh, no. I'm just going to say this. Oliver is a freaking animal. The guy is amazing. He was, it looked like he was losing. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just goes and freaking wins the fight. That was the big title fight. Although it wasn't a title fight because he was half a pound over and it was just a fight. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, I like UFC. I just I have a difficult time watching it. It's just so brutal. And I imagine myself being in the ring with the opponent and getting thrashed. I thought you win time. all your fights. Nah, not those fights. No. Right. And then so let me just say there was so there was a fight, Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson. It was like knock 'em sock 'em. Remember the game when you'd hit the robots on those on those those toys and the head would pop up? Rock yeah. 'em sock 'em robots. Michael Ch- Michael Chandler smacked this guy with a front foot kick on the chin and he went out i thought he was dead he he, he must have been on the ground for about five minutes <laughs> all while chandler's doing backflips like over his dead body it was really weird but it was one of the most violent kicks to the face i've ever seen i can imagine and I, oh my I, god I, I just can't do it too much for me is anybody betting anymore i'm so done with no. that i've uh i haven't bet in a while no, me neither. I'm out. Yeah, I was trying to think maybe. Uh, yeah, I, it's good that we're taking a break. Oh, I bet on. that it didn't have the impact that I thought it would. It really did. Did some, did some uh, Kentucky Derby. That was crazy, that long shot. That, yeah, he like entered the race the day before or something? Yeah, he was on He was on like the standby list and somebody bailed and he was in. Wow. crazy, right? Yeah. If you bet the exacta for a $2 bet, the exacta hit for four grand. Oh. What? Nobody... I, I, they couldn't no one picked that right somebody did you think a lot of people take the longest shot and put them with you know favorite just for the hell of it but if you bet if you bet early you wouldn't have had the bet right because he came in so late well he came in the day before I mean, what sort I of fool know. i don't what know what sort what of fool did. bets days in advance that's crazy um so that was exciting we watched that we were uh on that miserable saturday did you watch i was at soccer i didn't see it i got the updates I watched. It was Forrest. good. I mean, it was on like seven o'clock. Forest is in the playoffs. What well, was there a game yesterday? But it wasn't the playoffs. Um, I think there were some Premier League games. I know Zoda, oh, like Zoda and and Sumu were like going back and forth. And I'm like, what game are they talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I should. I should know who was playing. It was on ESPN too. Apparently, um, I didn't catch it. But Forest starts the playoffs on Saturday against Sheffield, and I think they play again on Tuesday. If they can come out of that victorious, they will move on to the finals, and hopefully, we get promotion. Yeah, that's so. That's exciting. It is. I am, I am ready for that. Yeah. Did you see Tom Brady just like robbed Fox? Yeah. What's up with that? He got like some ridiculous deal to be an announcer, like whatever, whatever time he ever wants to start. Like it's like what the hell? I think what I was reading was Fox wanted. They were so pissed off at Aikman for for whatever comments he had. And they just said to Brady, how much do you want to come come play, or, you know, come announce with us? He's like, I, I don't want to do it. And then they just kept raising the money until he said, okay, I'll do it. And he's going to be with Kevin Burkhart. Well, he's such an amazing story. I, I met him in the, like, hanging out in the outfield watching a Met game years ago because he used to be the stadium reporter for SNY. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then he left. He got, like, the gig to be the lowest man at Fox, and now he's moved up to become number one. Wow. Pretty amazing. That's cool. Yeah. He's not going to be able to compete with the Mannings. He's not going to be able to. No, no. Man. But they're not going to. They're not up against them. 
No, I guess it's Sunday it's day. Still going to be. I just. It's almost like these networks like have an ultimatum to like have to spend money because it doesn't matter who the hell's announcing the game. I agree. I don't watch the. You know, I watch the Mannings. That that's the only thing that I will watch for the people talking. But any other game, I'm watching it because of the matchup. Like, well, you know I, what I mean? say that I like watching Romo. I, I think that his. I enjoy Romo a lot, but like, you don't watch because of him. I think the only announcement I don't think I, I watch because of him was John Madden and Pat Summerall. Like, I would watch because of them. Yeah, I mean, they were on. Like, we really didn't have a lot of other choices. No, we had. No That's the thing too. You don't really get a choice. Like, everybody wants to watch football on Sunday. There's usually one or two games on at the same time at any given time, right? Yeah. It's it's weird how much money they spend on these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not changing because of the announcers. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. UFC, I don't watch because of Rogan, but I want Rogan there calling the match. Yeah. He makes it better, I think. But he does. I don't know know what their formula is for coming up with these salaries. Very weird. Very strange. But, uh, you know, as always, I hope Tom Brady fails miserably at whatever he does. (laughs) He won't. I hope maybe he'll die before he gets a paycheck. That'd be good. That'd be great. Death to him. <laughs> Speaking of Rogan, I, I figured I'd throw this in here. He's been dethroned as the top podcast on Spotify. And the only we finally th- beat him. We it's beat not Rogan? us. But this <laughs> this might be something you want, might want to check out because it definitely piqued my interest. I added it onto my list. It's a podcast called Batman Unburied. What? It's a fictional audio narrative that flips the usual script on the famous DC comic story. It's a brainchild of the Dark Knight screenwriter, David Goyer, tells the story of Bruce Wayne, voice played by the Black Panther star, Winston Duke. I'm not sure who that is. Um, and it's, I guess it's basically kind of following him through Gotham. But I think as, you know, before Batman really was there, it sounds, I, I don't know, dude, I got to check this out. Okay. Batman Winston Duke is the uh, the guy in Black Panther who's the you know friend or well the main best guy friend died, of Black right? Panther. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. He he croaked. Okay. That, I'll check that out. Is so it's basically it's not really a pod. I mean it's a story it's podcast. Like an audio book podcast. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. And I remember when DC said they were coming to Spotify, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what that's gonna be like. But it 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 rocketed it up to number one. So I'm gonna definitely check this out. I figured I'd throw it out there for our Faithful listeners, after you listen to the Garcast, you might want to check that out. And after you watch The Accountant. Oh. Yes. Yes. After yeah. that. Exactly. Exactamundo. Exactamundo. Telling you, you're missing out. You're missing out. I know. I know. We did get two emails. I was going to about to say, you want to hit those emails? Sure. Father? So uh, I guess this guy uh, didn't think I read enough last week. Oh, no. So the never-ending chain is back, but I have to say... I hope he typed it. It's uh, it's much shorter. All right, he typed. Sunil, <laughs> back. Sunil, was, Sunil was with me in the car when he heard last week's cast for the first time, and he was like, never let Guar use speech-to-text again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Never-ending chain. Go, fellas! The chain continues unbroken for 33 straight emails. Wow, oh. he went, went back and counted. At roughly a pace of one email for every 4.5 episodes. <laughs> I'll try to keep this shorter than last time. Sorry, Godfather. So first off, King Sean. Oh, good topic. The dude is just killing it. 
I just had to mention that he's been on a bigger tear than usual. As Shaggy says, smooth like Silka. Secondly, you touched on the current row news. Oh boy, here we go. And I would like to briefly say that despite such a divisive issue, let's concentrate on what we all can agree on, fellas. I'm, of course, speaking about sending the Garcast roving man on the street, Bosco, out to piss off both sides. As we comfortably listen to him escape with his life, I have assembled some questions sure to get the desired results from each side below. Go get them, Den Bob. For the pro-life crowd, Bosco, I'll send you these so you can start using them on, on next time you're in the city. Find someone with a religious sign. Ask, are you having a blessed day? When you get a religious-based response, counter with under his eye. That's, yeah, I like that. Find the nearest woman with a religious-based sign. Ask her for what she would like to teach you about the issue. Interrupt her in mid-sentence by saying, Timothy 2, 11, 12. A woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or to assume authority over a man. She must be quiet. Don't you use that on Colleen all the time? Uh, if the woman goes to say something no, more, repeat, yeah, repeat the part. She must be quiet loudly to remind her. I like that. <laughs> For the pro-choice crowd, find a woman with short hair. That won't be hard. Ask her views on the <laughs> issue. Then say, I don't get why you should care. I mean, lesbians don't have abortions. Oh. <laughs> wow. Find someone in Handmaid's Tale attire protesting. I don't know how easy that is. Look excited to see them and yell, oh, yes, I love Gilead, too. <laughs> <laughs> that should provide plenty of fodder for the Garcast. Thanks, Bosco. Also, I saw your movie recommendation. Bosco! Bring wow. it. Wow. Bring it. This is great. I hope you didn't watch the TV show. I saw your movie recommendation, The Accountant of Auschwitz. Riveting movie for sure. But wow, man, a pretty heavy watch, to be honest. Rock on, my Germanos. Guar. Well, what do you mean the account of Auschwitz? There's no <laughs> Auschwitz in my movie. What? Guar. <laughs> oh, I think you watched the wrong movie. You watched the wrong movie. Ben Affleck. The one with Ben uh, Affleck. I don't Affleck. think Ben Affleck. Believe it or not. One. Believe it or not. The Accountant of Auschwitz is a 2018 film. Um, oh. Wow. IMDb, it's got a rating of 7.3 out of 10. Sounds pretty good. But that wasn't my recommendation, although I will watch it. Because it's got the accountant in it, but <laughs> that's not the one. That was the wrong one. It sounds actually compelling. Okay. Mm. I might watch that. I have to check that out. <laughs> after. After my recommendation. <laughs> all right. We'll see. Um, all right. Very good, Gore. Sorry you watched the wrong movie. Try again. Um, we never heard back from your, who was that? Sister-in-law, cousin-in-law, half-sister? Whether it was the show or it was the actual yeah, movie. That's true. The clarification on that? I don't know. Oh, we got a mass hole check-in. The title of the email, the subject is May. Garfellas, hope you're all doing well. You never know the weather that May will bring, to Bosco's point. May does bring lots of sporting events. We have had a few sporting events with wind chills in the 30s, days in the 60s, and maybe a few games this weekend in the 80s. Speaking of sports, we definitely need rugby and soccer recaps. How was Binghamton Rugby Alumni Weekend? Did you survive the debauchery? How did the alumni game go? Did Sunil attend the McKeever communion or did he take public transportation from Summit, New Jersey to New York City? All right, quick update on that. <laughs> Sunil and I drove up Friday. We arrived, we landed at noon. We, it was raining out as it was in most of America. We took a quick drive around campus to see how much it had drastically changed, which it has. 
didn't get out of the car because there's nowhere to park. Um, and then we uh, took Vestal Parkway. Check out that view. Um, parked at the hotel. Met up with Pat Ford. Checked in. Found a bar that served food. Not a college bar. Um, right around the corner from the Holiday Inn. And started drinking. And hung at, stayed out in bars until about 12.30 at night. So it was a good run as people arrived in town and we hung out with them. And then uh, we, we did go to Tom and Marty's, which is the college bar, which was a mistake because everyone in there was like 12, it, feel, it felt like. And it kept getting so crowded. And um, they were playing some weird bingo game. Like the whole bar was playing bingo. I, I think I've officially, I don't know what's after a millennial because these aren't even millennials anymore. I don't know what they are. I guess your kids are like them. It was strange. It was strange. And at some point, I stopped remembering what was going on and woke up Saturday morning to Sunil snoring like I've never heard before. <laughs> Unbelievable. Our buddy Pat was in the room, too, and he claimed he didn't sleep the whole night because Sunil is just an animal of a snorer. And uh, threw Sunil in the car, and we departed at 9 a.m., drove to the McKeever Communion, and um, left Sunil at the Summit, New Jersey train station. And uh, haven't heard from him since, so I don't know if he's alive or what. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. Those summit people, they found a, a little Sunil wandering around. There's no telling what they did to him. So we'll see if he's all right. Maybe we'll check in. Anyway, and how about the referee scandal and saga? Well, we gave the update. Um, I can't believe Gar and Mike actually pay the refs at the game in cash. That sounds like something that would happen in a men's league, and maybe you pay the ref in beer instead, but not in youth sports. All we did is supply copies of the official roster and payment is done through the league upon final roster submission. That's how it was when I first started coaching. And then they changed it. I can tell you why they changed it. Because the the referees don't report the income. Uh, uh, Yeah, you're probably right, right? Yeah, there's That is pretty, you're right. I never thought about that. There's no actual record. You're not going to record it. They're not getting a 1099. Otherwise, the league's got to issue a 1099 to every ref. Who should I call since I'm very anti-referee right now? Who should I call? The IRS. You got, tell me their number. I'm sure you have it. <laughs> um, May has also brought my father-in-law into town. Very exciting, Andy. We are in the middle of a two-week visit. Holy oh, crap. wonderful. Wow. What a, jo- what a joyous occasion. And I may be ready to tap out. Oh, Jesus. Oh, now you're making me feel bad, Andy. He's basically in a wheelchair, oh. which is tough for him. So he sleeps off of the kitchen and let's just say i feel like i'm working in an assisted living at times cooking cleaning etc i can hear him snoring now oh. i mean andy it's very insensitive of you I, I i expect a lot more of andy that he would be wait till, wait till he invites cuomo over then we're gonna have an issue yeah i mean i don't know it's, it's sad Andy. I thought you're a better man great to hear you guys every week keep up the good work Gary, fantastic job at editing mic switching devices, Bosco being on the street, and yet another stellar choice for a closing song. Keep being gartastic, Andy, resident masshole, and father-in-law. That was a good, uh, it was funny because that was a very Binghamton song when we were in school that you, that you played there, Laid by James. Yes. We, uh, Sunil and I blasted it in the car when it came on. You said there was, uh, somebody that would never stop playing it, I believe, in Binghamton. Yes. Told um, me back in the day. This guy, this guy, G-Berg, who was a real t- 
tool would blast that song all the time and he happened to be my roommate damn it's terrible yeah my roommate probably mentioned this before was a guy i knew from growing up and we both went to binghamton and he's like hey want to be roommates sure october you know a month and a half into the semester he decides he just packs up and leaves <laughs> yeah so you had a single so that was cool but then they forced me to get a roommate for the second semester and somebody was like oh i know this guy he's really cool uh gberg and uh he just turned out to be such a toolbox and he was like, I think he was dealing weed out of my room. Like it was a disaster. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to get rid of that guy. But one time I did maybe happy. I don't think I did it on purpose, but I like knocked over his bong and bong water went all over his clothes that were hanging in the closet. <laughs> and I didn't tell him. So that, that made me happy. Uh, it made you smile, <laughs> didn't it? It did. It does now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Sunil and I stayed out of trouble pretty much up there. It was, although, line of the weekend, I just remember this. So Sunil, Pat, and I, we were starving, right, at 1 o'clock. So this place that served, it's actually pretty good. It was like a craft beer bar, you know, menu up on the chalkboard kind of thing. And all they served was sliders, which was kind of interesting. So you, like, pick two sliders, you get whatever. And then we're sitting there, and the bartender, she was – she was nice, you know, chatting it up. She was happy that there were actually people there spending money. And then, like, we would joke in. There was a couple, maybe four or five of us there at this point. And somebody made a joke about, like, you know, like how old we are. You know, like, oh, yeah. And about being born in this century or something. And she's like, no, no, I'm, I'm uh, I think she said, I'm 88. I'm not and and uh, Sunil just, like, in stride, was just like, wow, you're holding up well. it's like that's not gonna get you far pal 88 (laughs) it's a good run yeah and she was holding up well but i wouldn't have said it out loud you wouldn't have told her that but she was he's such such a charmer that guy wow anyway sorry thank you andy thank you yeah great feedback as always we love emails we like voicemails too if you ever wanted to do that you can do that you still have that yeah nobody uses it now, you mentioned the baby formula earlier. So Nancy was doing some research. Yeah. Does anyone know why we're short on baby formula? I have no idea. I actually didn't realize it until I saw someone post a picture of like Walmart and the baby formula aisle was empty. And she's like, can anybody help me? So I just found out about it today. Yep. Now, similar to the toilet paper. Similac to the toilet paper. No, but like, you know, what we went through with people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just doing a little similar Similac. So nobody really knows why, right? And we've all kind of just accepted, like, we have a shortage in this. That this is what happens now for whatever reason because of the world we live in, right? But like, what does this, who benefits from this? What does it create? What does it give people? Well, it creates fear. We like fear for the government. Right? And um, that's and and control, right? It's true. So, one of the things that, and you know, I think that about everything. But there is Nancy found some articles, and it's true. The FDA shut down a plant, like the third or top one of the top three manufacturers of baby formula in Michigan, because and, and is refusing to reopen it because there was like 
two babies that died that had this formula out of the millions that have it. And they don't have like a projected path for them to reopen. And it's been closed for a couple of months. That's interesting because two people have died from the vaccine and right. it took them much longer to do that. I think it was Maybe a little more, more than, than 10 two people. But like percentage wise, it was super low and they've done all the testing and they found nothing wrong with the formula and all this stuff. So I think something's going on. This They're is just, just the so, latest. They just have too much, they have too much control. Did you see that the FDA granted Pfizer now 75 years to release information on the uh, the COVID vaccines? 75 oh, years. There goes my theory of we'll, we'll, we'll know what's happening in 10 years. <laughs> well, it's only them. I don't... I'll be around. I'll probably just be retiring in 75 years. If your heart holds up, you got the vaccine. <laughs> well, I did get the vaccine. It made me sick and it made my arm hurt, which was actually worse than when I got COVID. So. <laughs> Yay, you were really when you got that vax, man. You were, you were down. No, I was, I was down. You were I'm bitching. Top. You said you didn't feel well. Your arm hurt. I remember that now. Yeah, but this was the booster. So the booster, I had arm hurt. I woke up feeling like crap, pretty much like every other day <laughs> of my life. You just blamed it on the shot. <laughs> uh. yeah, the baby formula thing is—it's a little, it's a little scary, a little messed up. I'm glad uh, my kids are older. Yeah, me too. What's, what's next? My question is, what's next? Asteroid. And it's all BS. And this gasoline crap is just out of control. Dude, it's all out of control. Inflation is at a high. And then we just gave another $40 trillion or a million dollars or something to Ukraine. And we're just, you know, just keep digging well, holes. Did we give it to Ukraine or did we give it to ourselves? Meaning... What are they going to spend? What like we send them the money so they can send it back to our companies that sell the missiles? Like, like you well, don't get it. It's going to go right back to Hunter. Please stop. It's all on the laptop. Stop with all this crap. And they're all suspect. It's every side. They're all in cahoots. They all both suck. Parties, they all both suck. parties unanimous, unanimously, you know, approved thirty-seven billion dollars. What are we doing? What? What is what is that? Both sides approved weapons of mass destruction. They're like, yeah, let's go get them. Because yeah, anyone in there. government is everyone in government is benefits from, from war somehow because they're all somehow in somebody's pocket. Oh. And then and then they try to pretend, you know, we'll put this little I didn't they do like the the uh better build back America program, but they had like everything under the sun in this this program. So it wasn't just building roads it was like everything they could squeeze in there and take money to give to their little friends this is all just a freaking like a play that's playing out it's all planned putin you're gonna invade kill your soldiers we'll put this Zelensky clown he's pretty we'll put him in front he looks like a hero then we're gonna funnel money through the ukraine everybody's gonna get paid the ukraine's probably still getting oil from russia while they're fighting them it's all out of control then they then they're oh. gonna go try to find Belarus. But the Belarusonians are probably orchestrating the whole goddamn thing. They might be going to take over Qatar. Actually, Qatar is, is where all the money's at. That's all. Um, I have completely lost faith in everyone except us three. That's it. We got it it's together. All, it's all ridiculous. This it's is why all, I it's say. all fake. Thirty-seven billion dollars doesn't even mean anything. How can we send somebody thirty-seven billion dollars when we're in debt? I don't understand. That makes no sense. You're an accountant, Bosco. Give me the sheet on this. He's on mute. God damn it. I need an accountant. 
Taxation is theft. That's all I have to say. We are give proving the, it. Somebody get are, the accountant of Auschwitz on the phone. You're, I need help. <laughs> Jesus. The accountant of Auschwitz uh, was much more reliable than Bosco. Jesus. Marion. I, I got to look at him. Who's he talking to? No, it doesn't even have a little mute thing next to his face either. He pressed the mute button on the phone. On his headset? He's got, oh, his, wow. he's got his paperwork. Look, he's trying to look so cool. This is outrageous. This is, this is outrageous. outrageous. Oh, holy mackerel. Is that Chris? Yes. He wearing a sweater vest? Why is he not? He's in, he's in uh, St. Anthony's. Yeah. yeah, he just got back from his AP test. You got to wear a sweater vest to the AP test? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, taking it serious. Okay. You had to pause the show to debrief him on the exam? Well, no. Apparently, he came home and he brought my parents with him. They, they all just came in for a visit. Oh, that's oh. wonderful. I hope, <laughs> hope, hope it works out better for you than it did Let's Brandy. get your dad on about the 29 days in UPS. So, you know, Dad, while you're here, let um, me get him on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know about the your 29-day career at UPS. Do you think it was because of the union rights, or could there have been another? Union. It was clearly the union. No. It's a shame we can't hey, hear him. I, I he thought he had it. So he walked in on 29, and... and 30, he would have been in the union. Did he? Ask, but did they, they fired did, him on 29. Did he have to give the uniform back? So it was his 29th day. He went home and said, I didn't get fired. Fantastic. He thought he got the job. They enjoyed. <laughs> they got a fancy dinner. He went into work the next day, the 30th in the morning. He was called to the manager's office. He thought it was a promotion already. Oh. After 29 days, sounds like you. They said they had to let him go. You know what? You know who doesn't do that? The United States Postal Service. The Postal yeah, Service would never, never would have done that. No. 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 UPS. So now, you know, he's still scarred. He won't ship anything UPS ever. Only FedEx. I don't blame him. That's true. He'll never go to UPS. What about a delivery? What if the place sends him something by UPS? If somebody sends you something, do you, like, give the guy the finger? No, but he gets no tips. No UPS always, guy gets a tip. Always a lost. Who the hell tips the UPS guy? I never tip those guys. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we just got double. We got triple Bosco there. Was yeah, no, this Bosco is this is the whole family episode. If I was White. better at technology, I'd put you on speakerphone and everybody yeah, could hear. But another wasted Bosco opportunity for greatness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I, I think that's going to be it. No. I don't know. I'm wait. Who else is coming in the room? It's like the Tonight Show. <laughs> Colleen, you got cookies in there for her? <laughs> Colleen, make lunch? <laughs> Why were they at Christopher's AP exam? He's on mute. What are you doing? What is, he doing? What is happening here? Oh, my now God. He's, oh, this is a disgrace. I can't take this. Uh, hello. Yeah, they, they, he had his uh, AP stamp, so there was no no uh, no school bus home. So, so they so picked, they him, picked up. him up. Yeah, that's that's nice of him. So so kind. And now, so like unannounced. So you knew they were coming. This isn't unannounced. No, I didn't. Know. Oh, you know what? You know what I got to mention. Next week is Smithtown Board of Education Election Day on the 17th, and our good friend Fisher is running. Go fish. 
I got to sign up on my front lawn. Do you, Dennis? I don't. What? It's a little dicey. The union is not backing fish. Of course they're not, because he's there for the kids, not the union. I know, but my wife is in the union, and I'm there for them. Um, You're voting for Fisher. So You're voting uh, for Fisher. He looks so upset and distracted. Look at him. Ben Bob. This is great. This you know what? Great. You know what I said to Nick? I'm like, did you know fish running for office? He goes, Yeah, but that gravity thing. Gravity. Goes, Can you elect him? What? He was busting. Does Fisher not believe in gravity? He bust. He was busting their chops, and he told them, he's like, you know, I don't know how I feel about this gravity thing. I don't no, know if so, it's real. So, from an adult's point of view, the where where that's coming from is that fish can argue so well that he could win an argument about the existence of gravity with a 20 um, year old kid. Like he had it. them bent. They're like, Whoa. So oops. you, anyway. you have, you have to vote for him and you just don't have to tell Colleen. Okay. I just have to do it on the sly. Split. I will. Your house is split. We're our house is all fish. Good for you. We're in for Charles. All right. I got to run had him on the show. We talked about that and he found out you weren't going to vote for him. Well, you know, <laughs> we're going to have to have a conversation. I think he listens. He can listen, and I'm happy to talk about it. And I, I think he's a wonderful candidate. He's one of the smartest people I know. And if uh, I'm going to put anybody on the board, I think that's uh, – I think he'll be fantastic. All right. Well, I know we have some Smithtown listeners, so make sure uh, you guys all vote for Fish, right? Over Fish. See? Nick says vote for Fish. Nick's back. Fish! I got the whole family back. It was so nice last night. The boys were home. Maria was home. Oh, are you crying? Definitely not. Bosco's crying now. Yeah, I gotta run, guys. Oh, he's looking at me so upset. <laughs> Have a good right. day. Hey, wait, don't go, don't go. Don't mess up my editing. Until next time, be garrific. Gar out. Have a great day.